Hello, you're listening to Drawn to the Flame, a podcast for fans of Arkham Horror the card game. I'm your host, Frank, and this is another Think on Your Feet episode. Think on your feet, think on our feet. Think on our feet is the name of what we call patrons who play along with Think on Your Feet, and I'm just confused for some reason this morning I'm a little bit slow. Anyway, I'm going to give you the story so far, and we're going to continue our Amanda Sharp versus Dark Matter playthrough. And if you don't know, there's something special about this playthrough. It's a face check experience for me. So I've actually been really itching to play more and been balancing a lot of personal stuff going on at the moment. Nothing majorly bad for me, but just really busy and stressful. So yeah, I've been really wanting to just get a bit of time at the table and keep exploring. There's nothing like exploring something new, is there, in terms of Arkham and that experience, that excitement. As you can hear, I'm quite excited. So I'm back. Let's dive in. Let's do story so far. Let's read about our next scenario. Let's get going. I'm not going to do the whole story so far, but in the last scenario, we went into a digital realm, saved some children who turn out to be the supercomputer on the Tatsdemalian, which we're on. And we've also then discovered that the crew of the Tatsdemalian was made up of worshippers of Hasta, and one of their missions was to find an asteroid codenamed Fragment and free Tisilda, who is the daughter of Hester, who's supposedly imprisoned on Fragment. Pretty complicated story, lots of other details. Definitely, if you haven't listened to the previous episode, go listen, particularly at the end, I go through all of this. And we've gone to a section called The Search for Fragment, and K2PS187, the supercomputer, has found three traces that are worth investigating. The first is a research laboratory on a stray asteroid named Elbrus. And if we were to go towards that one, we would go to scenario 3A, Lost Quantum. The second is evidence of hacking into the mainframe of an Earth survey vessel named the Nostalgia 2, and several references to a quarantine. That would take us to 3B in the shadow of Earth. And then finally... The Tatadamalian appears to have landed on one of Saturn's moons several times in the past few years. The ship's log record these operations as negotiations. And K2PS187 notes this is particularly strange as there are no known human outposts this far out in the solar system. You could pay a visit to these coordinates to figure out what these negotiations consist of. I asked patrons what they think. The vote was pretty close between Trace 1 Elbrus, I love that word Elbrus, and Trace 3 Saturn, but Saturn won out, so we're going to Scenario 3C Strange Moons. Importantly, there's a bit of uh, non-italicized story text, just sort of rules text, that says the investigators must choose to follow one of the following traces that have not already been chosen, which makes me think we do play all three. If you cannot, you've already completed each Scenario 3, skipped Interlude 2. And in the story text, it says time is of the essence. You may want to visit the destination you think will be the most valuable first. So I wonder if my personal feeling is maybe that Elbrus would be the most valuable. But because patrons have voted and because I don't actually know, I'm happy to go with that. So we're going to be playing Scenario 3C, Strange Moons. Humanity's first contact with the extraterrestrials was in this... Ooh, there's a typo. <laughs> was in the early 21st century, when a lunar expedition stumbled upon a vast underground network of alien structures underneath a sea of regolith. The Greys, 
as humanity has come to know them, were under the guise of a curious species that came to our solar system to observe and probe the young civilization. The true purpose of their lunar activities have remained concealed for many years. That's from Maya in the information archives. Will I roboticize that voice? Maybe only slightly. Listening back to the recordings with the roboticized voices, I wonder if full robot all the way through the robotic bits is a bit too much. But let me know in, in the comments, in the comment section down below if you want to let me know. Yeah, if you send me a message, I'll, I'll take your feedback on board. You look out the viewports and can see only dense orange clouds for most of the descent. Only after the landing shuttle dipped into the troposphere that the clouds are thin enough. Oh, okay, it's like they've abbreviated, it meant they mean kind of, it was only after the landing shuttle dipped into the troposphere that the clouds were thin enough for you to peer at the ground below. Yeah, there's like a weird tense thing there. Miles and miles of windswept dunes of methane snow, broken by knife-like volcanic ridges of icy stone, open craters belching lava flows of liquid water, ammonia and methane that freeze into fantastic shapes as they pour down the slopes. You could never have dreamed of anything like the beauty and alien landscape of Titan. Wow, incredible imagery. The craft lands smoothly onto a flat slab of ice after K2PS187 confirms that this is the coordinates of the unusual business trips that the cultists were conducting. You suit up, open the hatch, and step out into the harsh terrain. A large tunnel nestled between the orange cliffs greets you. A green glow pulsates from within, illuminating a strange figure guarding the entrance. We need to gather all the cards from strange moons in deep space. We need to set aside the interstellar predators in Counterset. We set aside each brain story asset. We set aside the feaster from afar enemy. We create the scanning deck, which I've done. And there are one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine cards in that deck. We put all the remaining locations into play. Each investigator begins to play at the entrance tunnel. We spawn the Grey's enemy at the entrance tunnel, and we shuffle the remainder of the encounter cards to form the encounter deck. Additional rules and clarifications for this scenario. The seal, there's patrol, there's brain scanning, there's combined skill tests, and there's replacing locations. Most of that is pretty self-explanatory, but brain scanning is new. In this scenario, scan abilities will instruct you to search the scanning deck for a card with two matching icons. A card that contains only one of the two icons is invalid and cannot be chosen for the scan. The card in the scanning deck must contain both of the indicated icons in any order. And I'm just going to pop the rules open on scan because I'm probably going to need to read them again as we play. Let me tell you about my deck and then we can get going. You know I'm Amanda Sharp, what's changed? I now have three permanents rather than just shrewd analysis, one permanent. I now have KSPS187 100% functionality, which is a permanent, has two abilities. During the investigation phase, choose an investigator. That investigator gets an additional action during their turn, which may only be used to activate scan abilities. So that's really useful given we know the scanning. And there's a reaction. After an investigator performs a scan, that investigator may draw one card or gain one resource. And both of these abilities are limit once per round. So one extra action and a card or a resource when you scan, which is, I think, super generous. I've also got Ancestral Knowledge now, which is the Seeker Permanent Exceptional Talent. 
And as you can hear shuffling, before I draw my opening hand, I need to attach five random non-weakness skills from my deck face down to the card. And those skills are Promise of Power, Inquiring Mind, Manual Dexterity, Unexpected Courage, and Eureka. That is lovely. Just pop them in a kind of face-up fan. I know, cheating, but there we go. And you can exhaust Ancestral Knowledge as a free trigger to draw one of those skill cards. So importantly, where this matters for Amanda is when Amanda does Amanda things, that's at the start of the investigation phase. There is a free trigger window at the end of Mythos. So at the end of Mythos, on anything apart from the first turn, we could grab one of those cards out from under Ancestral Knowledge and we have that ready to slot underneath Amanda. But of course, on the first turn, the first thing that happens is that the investigation phase starts. So yeah, can't do much about that. Act, agenda, locations, opening hand. Let's go. Agenda 1A, Moons of Saturn. Titan, to whose immortal eyes the sufferings of mortality seen in their sad reality were not as things that gods despise. That's Lord Byron Prometheus. Do not draw cards from the encounter deck during the Mythos phase. Thank you. That's nice. And it is Dredoom. The reason I was pausing there is there's a weird little typographical error that at the bottom of the card, it has the illustration and the, the card number, but then it also looks like they've been sort of transposed onto a mirror and you can see a mirror image beneath them. I wonder if that's on all of the agendas. Act 1A, First Encounter. A small, slender, non-threatening humanoid with large eyes and a round, bald head guards the entrance of the facility. They do not speak, only ogle you from afar. You cannot leave the tunnel entrance. Objective. If there are one per investigator clues on this act or after the Greys is defeated, advance. Right, now this, the map is the entrance tunnel where we start and then five alien chambers. There's one directly north of the entrance tunnel, and then there's another directly north of that. So we've got a row of three locations going up, down. And the one at the top, there's one to either side of it, left and right. So you've got a T-shape, actually a T, not a cross. And then the one from the middle has one coming off it, which is the a maroon sand timer symbol. And that only connects back to the middle one. So you've got this T, and then you've got one extra location sort of floating off the side. They're all alien chambers. The flavour for all of them is a high-ceilinged chamber with walls covered with shadowy lattices. Ghostly light filters dust-filled air. Atmosphere turning the colour of blood. It's the same flavour on our location, the entrance tunnel. Let's flip it over. It's three shroud, no clues. Resign, return to the Tatterdemalion with all of your findings. The caverns between the cliffs gleam in a slick and biomechanical texture. Undoubtedly artificial but unlike any architecture you've ever seen. And the art does look a bit... It's called H.R. Geiger, the alien artist. The greys are aloof. They're at our location. They're four fight, four evade, and one health. There's a parlay ability here. Test willpower and intellect three. Reveal and resolve an additional chaos token for this skill test. If you succeed, place one clue on the current act from the token bank. 
Just double checking on combined skill tests. It's the same rule as in Union and Disillusion. So you just add your stats. If you commit a card that has icons that match both, they combine. So if I were to commit Eureka to this test, I'd get plus one willpower and plus one intellect. And Eureka might be a good first slot here. I'm not going to be drawing cards from the encounter deck, which is nice. We just need to find a way in, basically. A couple of final things. I do know that the Graze is a double-sided card, but I don't know what's on the back. I think it's another enemy. So it might be worth us thinking about when we have our opening hand, do we have protection from an enemy as well? be pretty mean if we <laughs> do that test first action and it immediately flips into an enemy we can't get away from. And the other thing to note is we don't really know what we need to do here. We're just gathering information. So it might be a case of running around these alien chambers. But interesting that there's a resign ability here at the start. Return to the Tatatamalian with all of your findings. It's just giving me a hint. Is this a uh, push your luck? How much can you go non-binary win condition scenario? Or we just need to find as much information we can and then get out. Let's find out. Okay, my opening hand, I have a perception, a burning the midnight oil, an occult invocation, a dream diary, the dreams of the explorer, which is the one way about your shroud, and an unexpected courage. There's no actual scan ability here as well, so we don't need to worry about that. So, the game begins. Amanda does Amanda things, draws another card. It's a segment of Onyx. We need to choose a card to put under us. I think we put the unexpected courage and that would make us a six on three trying the test. Two for our willpower, two for our intellect and two from the unexpected courage. And our turn could be play dream diary, try the test. We'd still have an action to spare. I think that's good to do. We could, ooh, we could also exhaust ancestral knowledge and get Eureka. That would get us to an eight on three. Kind of nice. What I like using ancestral knowledge to do is using it to fill our hand for icons for future turns rather than just using it to grab icons. But there could be an argument for grabbing it right now. <laughs> you can tell how how mad my life is at the moment. I just reached for my tokens and then not there. I've done all this setup. I've prepared my deck, everything like that. And then have you ever had this where... Life is just so busy that even getting your head around how to do Arkham is a bit hard. So I'm going to play the Dream Diary first action. What I like to do is put Essence of the Dream underneath the Dream Diary to remind me because this Dream Diary says when your turn begins, you pick up Essence of the Dream automatically, which is what's so good about it. And then I'll exhaust Ancestral Knowledge and draw Eureka. And then second action, I'll take this test, committing Eureka. So we're a two willpower, two intellect, plus two from the Unexpected Courage. It's wild icons, so they don't count twice. That takes us to six, and then seven, eight with Eureka. We've got two skulls in the bag. They're minus two. If you fail, deal one damage to a brain story asset. And cultists are minus two. If you revealed another chaos token during this test, take one horror. Also a bit creepy. And finally, sorry, there is one other thing to say. Spoiler warning. Um, or content warning. I don't know the ins and outs of this scenario, so I can't give you a full content warning, but I'm aware in the previous scenario, I did actually later on add a content warning to the text. And yeah, I think that's kind of on me for not picking up that that could actually be quite a triggering thing to listen to. So I mean, I understand it's a game and it's fictionalized, but even fictional worlds can cause harm. 
So yeah, sorry about that for the previous one. And I think going forward, I think in all future episodes, let's consider that there should be a content warning for everything because we're embarking on material we don't know about. And because it's fan-made material, there might be things in there that are about pushing the boundaries or about, you know, maybe just haven't gone through the same process as an FFG scenario. So yeah, content warning. Let's take this test as a second action. It's a difficulty three and we get two chaos tokens for this test. A minus two and a plus one. So that ends up as a minus one. So we're at eight, we're now a seven on three and that puts a clue on the act. Eureka looks at the top three for us. We see manual dexterity, whispers from the deep and obsessive. I think we take the manual dexterity. I'm pausing because we could take whispers from the deep and try and get rid of it but we've only got one action left and I don't know what that's going to be. I don't want to take obsessive because I've not got two actions to clear it, although it would be good to get rid of it early when things are relatively quieter. So yeah, I think I have to leave these two. My deck coming out to play there. Hello, both weaknesses in the top three cards. As hands go, this is a, a pretty nice hand now. We've got Perception and, and manual dexterity. We've got burning the midnight oil, occult invocation, and one segment. I mean, the segment is the least good now. Were we to get the DES, we can use the segments for more draw, which is nice. Anyway, there are now one clues on this act, and so we have to advance. Uh, it's just a two-act card act deck. The fungi from Yuggoth. The grey alien suddenly dissolves into an array of light. You realise now that it was only a hologram. A large crustacean-like entity crawls out of the shadows from behind it. You remember these aliens, the Maigo, who will often use manufactured disguises when dealing with humans to appear less threatening. Another hologram animates into life. It exhibits the shapes of several humans exchanging jars of brains for stacks of golden plates and other minerals. This must have been a recording of the cultists' negotiations humans exchanging brains for golden plates and minerals. Blimey. With its fungoid arms, the alien gestures towards the strange facility, as if inviting you in. Flip the greys to its other side. I knew it. Transfer any damage tokens on it to its other side. It's my go scientist. Four fight, three health, four evade. Aloof. Patrol any connecting location. And it has a Free trigger ability, exhaust Mygo Scientist, resolve an action ability on Mygo Scientist's location, ignoring its action cost. Investigators at any location may trigger this ability. Wow. So from anywhere, we can exhaust the scientist and resolve an action on the scientist's location, ignoring the action cost. Kind of cool. We have no idea what the alien chamber's location actions are like. Anyway, there's more rules text here. Each investigator with three or fewer memories takes one horror. We have six, so that's fine. Advance to agenda 2A and act 2A. Ah, uh, okay. Do not remove doom from play. Move all doom from agenda 1 to agenda 2A. Add two doom to agenda 2A for each tally mark under impending doom in your campaign log. Well, that's zero. Oh, okay. Six memories has avoided the horror for us. And impending doom is not triggered. Ah, I don't even know where impending doom comes from. I'm guessing we might get impending doom for having played this. 
So when we play the other scenario threes, immediately they're going to trigger with more doom when impending doom triggers. Anyway, this is a crazy start. I feel like I barely played when I have played two actions and we're reading all of this text. Agenda 2A, signs from Aldebaran. The hard white speck of the sun shines brighter now, drowning out the rest of the stars, paling them and thinning them out. The harsh atmosphere permeates throughout the MIGO facility. Forced, when a brain story asset is defeated, remove it from the game and add one tally mark under impending doom in your campaign log. Okay, do not like, and it's eight doom. Act 2A, Secrets of the Mind. This outpost appears to be a human brain storage facility of some kind. Perhaps using the MIGO's machines to scan the brains obtained by the cultists will help determine Fragment's whereabouts. Forced, if a simulation location has no clues on it, add it to the victory display. Simulation location. Objective, find as much information as possible from the brain cylinders in the facility. If each undefeated investigator has resigned, advance. Okay, it is a resign thingy. And we can now move into alien chambers. And I think our last action is to move in there so that we can start seeing what's going on. It's the brain storage. It's an interface traded, four shroud, no clues location. After you reveal brain storage, attach each set aside brain story asset to it. There are three brain story assets. Brain cylinder 089, brain cylinder 114, and brain cylinder 367. They're all brain traded. They all have two health and none sanity. 089 has the red square location symbol on it. The alien inscriptions on this cylinder have faded away. This one must be decades old. 114 has the green two lines symbol. A cursory translation of the inscription reveals that this brain has been deemed unusable. You wonder what that means. And then the final one has the green diamond. This is the 367. On the glass of this cylinder is marked an obviously human inscription, the symbol you've come to know as the yellow sign. All of the art for these is jars with brains in them, kind of classic pulpy horror. So they are all here in the brain storage, which is this middle location of the spine. And we attach each brain story asset to it. There's an action here. Choose a brain story asset in play, one of them. Attach the chosen asset to any interface location. Uh, okay. And if the MIGO scientist was there, we could turn that into a free ability. <laughs> so what do I understand is going on? We obviously need to explore more to these alien chambers. I imagine there's some way of scanning and getting interface locations out of the scanning deck and that we need to somehow attach the brains to those interface locations. Uh, sorry, to the simulation locations, simulation location. And entering the simulations will allow us to interface with the brains to get more information. That's my understanding. And obviously, if the brains are defeated, bad news. And skulls are minus two if you fail, deal one damage to a brain story asset. So if we keep drawing minus twos and failing, that's going to happen. Enemy phase. The MIGO scientist patrols to any connecting location, which is our location. It's the only one that's connected there. Upkeep. Ancestral knowledge readies. We draw an inquiring mind. Go up to four resources. 
mythos already on agenda two and it's our first mythos we're at one of eight doom and our encounter card is close encounters revelation oh my goodness the art is like a horrible pink creepy crawly alien revelation put close encounters into play in the threat area forced when you reveal a chaos token while attacking or evading an enemy discard close encounters and reveal an additional chaos token Ooh, don't like that it's only for attacking and evading, so I'm putting it in a very visible place in the play area because that's the kind of thing I would forget. Amanda does Amanda things. Drawing a crack the case. What do we put underneath her? This is a, a curious time now because we don't know any tests that we need to take. I would be inclined to either put that inquiring mind or to put a perception. I think I'll put the inquiring mind because if we go into a location... And if all of the scanning effects are combining stats, we've got a nice inquiring mind. And then what do we do? Oh, and then our turn begins and we draw Essence of the Dream. And we could also decide to draw something from Ancestral Knowledge. We have seven cards in hand, though, so I'm going to hold on in case we need to commit things. Now, we could go up to the top section, or we could head into this single alien chambers that's connected to the brain storage. While we're down here, I think we go in there. Mm. Ah, and in fact, from where we're standing in brain storage, we can actually move to any of the top row alien chambers. They're all connected, and they all connect back as well. So I think it's better to go up there. We'll open up the top section of the map, and then maybe hope to go to this final location on the way back to resign. So I'm going up to top right, which is blue triangle. It is the memory scanner. Three shroud, no clues. It's another interface location. Action. If Reality Simulator is in play, scan. I don't think it is. Search the scanning deck for a card with both this location's icon and the icon on a brain story asset attached to this location. Draw it. So this location is blue triangle, and we've got red square, green bars, and green diamond. And I can see the top card of the scanning deck has blue triangle and the green bars. Draw it. If this, if it is a location, put that card into play on top of Reality Simulator. Wow, okay, I've got to get my head around this. Reality Simulator isn't in place, so we can't scan. But we could use the Mygo Scientist's ability, exhaust the Mygo Scientist, to use the action at its location. And its location in the brain storage is choose a brain story asset in play, attach the chosen asset to any interface location, which would attach it here, which would be setting up being able to scan there. Now, do you think I need to go back to the alien chambers and see if the reality simulator, sorry, to the, they're all called alien chambers, to that one-off alien chambers and see if the reality simulator is there? Maybe. What I'm thinking is there are three brains, there are three locations along the top. Maybe they're all going to have scanning abilities and we want to attach brains to them to then bring out the simulation locations and deal with them. So with my two final actions, I could move along the top revealing more locations, or I could just move back and check that location I've avoided. I said I was going to do the top, so I'm still going to do it, and I'm going to trust that something, maybe the, the reality simulator's up here. Wow, the next location is the reality simulator. I was thrown because it has a um, sort of italicized text that's rules text. This is like a weird blurry, it's almost like a, 
a sort of space mask, three shroud, no clues. Reminder, reality simulator is not in play while there is a card on top of it. The MIGO have perfected this advanced form of augmented reality, a machine capable of recreating any dream and memory. Right. So going back to the memory scanner, reading it all out because it's hard for me to get my head around. As an action, if reality simulator is in play, yes, yes, scan, search the scanning deck for a card with this location blue triangle icon and the icon on a brain story asset attached to this location, green bars, draw it. If it is a location, put that card into play on top of reality simulator. Ah, it wouldn't be on top of this location. It would block off the reality simulator. We'd need to go back there. So one action left because we've moved, moved. We could move back to the memory scanner and then use K2PS187's ability to get an additional action to scan. And I think we do that. So we move back. K2PS189 gives us a scan. Top card does match. We draw it. It is a location. So we put it in play on top of Reality Simulator. And Reality Simulator is now no longer in play. It is an accident. Three shroud, one clue. Forced. When you reveal a cultist token during a skill test at this location, take one damage. Their last real memory was just another monotonous day at work. Dangerous labour of collecting raw asteroidal material a few tethers away from drifting into space. The art is some kind of space vessel, it seems, attached to an asteroid. Oh boy. So that is a memory and a simulation, and it goes on top of Reality Simulator, which is the top middle location. It has one clue. There's a forced effect. If a simulation location has no clues on it, this is on the act, add it to the victory display. Okay, well, I think I know what we're doing next turn, which is heading there and clearing it. And yes, okay, I see. The next card in the scanning deck now is Blue Triangle, which is the same as Memory Scanner, but Green Diamond, which is the other brain cylinder. So next turn, in theory, we could use the MIGO scientist to bring the green brain up here and do another scan. I'm forgetting something, though. After we perform a scan, we can draw a card or gain a resource. I'm about to overdraw, so I'm going to gain a resource. We're up to five. Good turn, I think. Do I want to pick anything up with ancestral knowledge? No, I'm going to keep the powder dry. Well-known Frank phrase, keep the powder dry. Upkeep, the MIGO scientist readies. It misses out on patrolling, which is great. It's in the right place. And we draw a card. It's an occult invocation. Oh, for a DES now, that'd be so nice. And we hit two of eight doom. And our encounter card is the colors of space. Revelation, test willpower three. If you fail, put this card into play in your threat area. You must commit all eligible cards in your hand to skill tests performed at your location. And then there's just an action, take one horror, discard the colours of space. Right, well, how are we going to pass this? Inquiring Mind is under us, which doesn't help because there's no clues on our location. We are a two on three. I think we do want to pass this because otherwise it's just taxing as an action to get rid of it. So I could put Essence of the Dream in and hope to clear it that way. The alternative is how am I getting this clue this turn? I wonder if, the other random thing I'm wondering is, oh, I can't scan here anymore because I need to clear the reality simulator. So yeah, I'm going to put Essence of the Dream in. 
I'm not at a four shroud location, so I'm just one up. Minus two. Um, essence of the dream goes under dream diary. Colors of space comes into play. Amanda does Amanda things. Drawing a working a hunch. Okay, that's not bad. And what card do I put underneath me then? Well, the working hunch I could actually use to just get that location there. So I don't know if I'll actually need anything underneath me that I have. I'm also fully drawn. So maybe the perception goes underneath me. It's not ideal, but so be it. So I could action clear colours from space. Action move into an accident. Working a hunch which clears it and it goes back. And action move back to memory scanner. Use the MIGO scientist to bring the other brain. Use KS PS189 to get another scan. I like it. Let's put it into play. Action. Take a horror. Get rid of colours of space. Action. Move to an accident. Pay two. Work a hunch. Get a clue. Do we crack the case? For three. Basically, we gain one from that. Let's do it. We don't know when we're next going to be able to crack the case. Takes us up to seven resources. This simulation, an accident, has no clues on it. So it gets added to the victory display. And we're back. Reality simulators back online. Final action. Move back to the memory scanner. Our hand, we would have picked up Essence of the Dream again, is starting to diminish. So I'm going to ex exhaust Ancestral Knowledge and pick up this Unexpected Courage from under there. Then, <laughs> free trigger, exhaust the Mygo Scientist to bring Brain Cylinder 367 to the memory scanner. There are now two brains attached there and it says limit two brain story assets attached to this location. So for the third brain, the red square, we're going to have to find another location. K2PS9 gives us a free scan, and the top card does match. It's a mutiny. Again, the yellow circle, which goes over the top of Reality Simulator. Three shroud and a clue. Action. Deal one damage to Brain Cylinder 367. Ah, that's the green one. Wow. So 114, two green bars... A cursory translation of the inscription reveals that this brain has been deemed unusable. Did it die in the accident? Oh, or has somehow been damaged? And then brain 367, this one has the mark of the yellow sign on it. Anyway, this is called a mutiny, another great spaceship in space outside a planet. Action, deal one damage to brain cylinder 367. Each investigator at this location adds one tally mark next to their memories, group limit once per game. It's victory zero rather than victory one. Flavor is the mutiny did not go as planned. The fringe cultists who opposed the awakening of Tisilda were quickly outnumbered and slaughtered, but their brains would be kept. Oof. I'm really enjoying this. I feel like there's a beautiful emergent story that I'm just trying to grasp. And I, I think because I'm recording, I'm missing some elements of it. And I hope it's coming across that I'm trying to capture all of the different elements that are happening. But yeah, there's a sense these brains were brought by the cultists. They each obviously have histories. We can interface with them through these memories. Kind of trippy, to be honest with you. Now, do I run the risk of doing that action and adding a damage to brain 367 to gain a memory? That would take us up to seven memories. It would be pretty nice. We're not quite sure of like what's a good amount of memories to have. But anyway, that's a challenge for next turn upkeep we draw obscure studies and go up to eight resources 
ancestral knowledge readies, the MIGO scientist readies. It might be worth us ending up in the alien chambers. Ah, hmm. alien chambers top left to see if there's a red scan there. Fun fact, the next scanning card is that same brain, green diamond, but the other symbol is the alien chambers that's off the middle location, the maroon sand timer. So I suspect lots of this scenario is about moving the brains around to get them to match locations to scan, and it was, what, a nine-card scanning deck and we're two in? If there are three locations that you can scan from and three brains, we're looking at, yeah, move each brain to each location and each one has a memory, potentially nine, if, if I'm passing that correctly. Hand reminder, essence of the dream, unexpected courage, manual dexterity, Burning the Midnight Oil, two occult invocations, one segment of Onyx, and our obscure studies. We hit three doom, and our encounter card is... Innocent Mishap. It's a blunder. It's a green gas. Peril. Revelation. You must either choose one. Deal one damage to the nearest brain story asset. Deal two damage to my go scientist. They have three health. Or take two direct damage. Hmm... Keeping the brains alive seems a good idea, particularly because the forced effect on the agenda is adding tally marks under impending doom. Don't want to lose the MIGO scientist because it's letting us manipulate where the brains are. So I'm going to take two direct damage. Amanda does Amanda things, discarding perception. She draws a perception from under her. I think Windmill slammed that onto the table because we want to investigate at a mutiny. What do we want to do this turn? We want to move to a mutiny. We want to investigate it. We want to do the damage to Brain Silla 367 and gain a memory. We also ideally want to move to Alien Chambers in case we could pull another Brain Cylinder, like Brain Cylinder 089. The reason, the reason I'm thinking that is that keeping the MIGO scientist in brain storage allows us never to go back to brain storage to move brain story assets in play to interface locations. Once we let MIGO scientists patrol to any connecting location, we lose the ability of having it in brain storage to move brains around, which would be annoying. So we can move to a mutiny, we could investigate and not worry about getting that memory, and we could move to the top left alien chambers, ready to pull that brain if needs be, and basically keep MIGO scientist where it is. The other option here is we could use MIGO Scientist slightly less efficiently and exhaust it to resolve it to move a brain back to the brain storage, freeing up moving red brain up to the memory scanner. But because we can only move one brain a turn, as things are, and we really want green diamond at the alien chambers, the other option would be not to go and do a mutiny yet, and do move to brain storage, move to alien chambers, use the MIGO to pull a brain there. Hmm. Oh, for a shortcut. So why don't we move, investigate, give up on the memory. That gets us another location in the victory display. It draws us a card with perception, whatever that may be. And then we either go to alien chambers or we head down to brain storage where MIGO scientist is. So yeah, over to a mutiny we go. I am going to play Burning a Midnight Oil. This takes us up to 10 resources. It would be nice to get a Witten or a Dream Enhancing Serum. They're basically our only other assets. But we're doing okay at the moment. We're investigating. We're two intellect, 
plus two with the perception takes us to one up. So let us also commit this essence of a dream and be three up. Zero. We draw a card from perception. It's I've got a plan level two. An essence of the dream goes back under the dream diary. We get the clue and bloop, a mutiny adds to the victory display. Final action. Let's move left to the top alien chambers. It's dream diagnostics. Three shroud, no clues. If reality simulator is in play, we've just revealed it. Scan. Scan. Search the scanning deck for a card with both this location's icon and the icon on a brain story asset attached to this location. Draw it. If it is a location, put that card into play on top of Reality Simulator. Limit two brain story assets attached to this location. Okay, I've got my head around this now. Yeah, this one is the green blobs. So my thinking is we need all three brains, red, green and green diamond, to go to all three possible locations, the dream diagnostics, the memory scanner, and the final alien chambers that's often its own place that we don't know about. That's going to be really annoying, that last one, because it's not one location away from the reality simulator. At least what we've been doing here is basically moving along the top section of the map and kind of run into reality simulator, clear it, run back for another scan. So that was our three actions. Let's exhaust the MIGO scientist and pull a brain I think we pull one from the memory scanner so that next turn at least we can put the red brain up there because we know we need to scan there. So let's take the somewhat scary green diamond brain. That's the mutiny brain here. Just double check I'm doing that right. Choose a brain story asset in play. Attach the chosen asset to any interface location. We are at an interface location. And then K2PS187 gives us a free scan. So we're looking for green blobs, green diamond. The top one doesn't match. The second one doesn't match. The third one doesn't match. The fourth one doesn't match. The fifth one doesn't match. The sixth one... Oh, no, there are none. <laughs> Gone all the way through. Oh, no, green, green blobs, green diamond. I just got confused with my symbols. It's the fourth one. And since we've looked at that, we can now look and see... Yeah, I've got it right. I've understood that completely right. Each of those three locations, Blue Triangle, Green Blobs and Maroon Sandheimer, have three cards in here, one each matching the three brains. This is Fever Dream. Wow. Some sort of um, AI-created art, I think. Simulation and Nightmare traded. Three Shroud and two clues. As an additional cost to investigate Fever Dream, commit all eligible skill cards in your hand to that investigation. Forced. When Fever Dream is added to the victory display, record in your campaign log that you have witnessed the unconscious pandemonium. Three shroud, two clues. I was wondering if it was worth doing lots of scans and just piling all the cards up on top of the reality simulator. But of course, you can't do that while the reality simulator is blocked by one of these simulations. Now, I did just scan so I can draw a card or gain a resource. I'm on seven cards in hand, so I'll gain a resource. Enemy phase, nothing. Upkeep for scientist readies. And I draw a shortcut. I like that. And go up to 12 resources, which is nice as well. I do have two clues. The clues haven't been got rid of. So that's also setting up I've got a plan nicely enough. There's a possibility here that if we do draw into some assets, we just smash them down on the table 
and we're sort of then ready to roll. And if I go into Fever Dream, I'm committing, I'm basically emptying my hand, investigating in there. Anyway, Mythos, four of eight doom. And our encounter card is Cold Vacuum. Revelation. Test Combat 3. If you fail, you must either choose one, discard a non-story asset you control, or choose and discard three cards from your hand. Horror Vacui. Nature abhors a vacuum. Kind of nasty. We can do some cunning things here. The moment we have perception underneath us, not great. I think we obscure studies to take the perception back and putting the obscure studies under us and we exhaust ancestral knowledge and pick up this inquiring mind my thinking being i'm going to put inquiring mind or perception under us for fever dream the scary thing about fever dream is it's just going to completely wipe our hand the only cards that don't have intellect icons in our hand or wild icons are manual dexterity and shortcut so then we're really going to need to be rebuilding Unless we wait for a working a hunch, and we don't have enough. Anyway, that takes us to five on three on this test on cold vacuum. Give it a go. Skull, minus two, I don't fail. Amanda does Amanda things, drawing the occult lexicon and discarding obscure studies. Well, let's put... Ah, I've made a silly mistake here, haven't I? I should have waited to pick up the Inquiring Mind after I'd investigated once. I think I put the Inquiring Mind under us. And I can investigate with Perception and hope to draw into more cards. Oof, this is going to be painful. Oh! This is why you read cards three times. Commit all eligible skill cards in your hand to that investigation. Not commit all eligible cards. So I'm not committing the two occult invocations, I've got a plan, segment of Onyx, occult lexicon. I'd just be committing perception and unexpected courage to the test. So yeah, I think on balance I shouldn't have picked up Inquiring Mind because I could have slotted perception now, but that's okay, so be it. Uh, and I pick up an Essence of the Dream now as well. So a little bit of planning. Next thing on top is blue triangle, red square. So we'll exhaust the Mygo Scientist and move Brain Cylinder 089 up to the Blue Triangle location. So we know that scan is going to hit. We can't scan there yet because the Reality Simulator is blocked. Our turn could be move, try and get both clues, and get to the Memory Scanner. So I'm going to shortcut in. We are a 5 on 3 already investigating, and we have to commit Perception, Unexpected Courage, and Essence of the Dream. 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11 on 3. Skull is a minus 2. Yeah, so this is now the point where I should pick up the Inquiring Mind. But so did. The Perception draws us an Eureka, which is alright, and we get a clue. And then we investigate again, 5 on 3, and we have to commit that Eureka which I don't mind too much because we need our hand to stay full. Elder Sign is just more icons for us, unfortunately. Eureka triggers top three is Crack the Case, Enraptured, or a Shortcut. Now, I've added a singleton Enraptured to the deck when I've filled out the deck with Ancestral Knowledge. The plan being the kind of 
top level plan, slot and raptured under Amanda, investigate busily and add charges to pendant of the queen. Ideally, enraptured ends up under ancestral knowledge, and we then know when we pick it up when we know we've got a big investigative turn to come. But I don't mind it either. At the moment, I think what we need is the shortcut, because I think the challenge here is just spending lots of actions moving around. So I'm going to take the shortcut. Oops, I just discarded the other two cards. We definitely don't need to crack the case. We're on 12 resources. Even if we play DES and Witten, that's seven. We've still got five left for playing. I've got a plan, etc., etc. So we get that clue and we need to record we've witnessed the unconscious pandemonium. That's us two actions in. Still on seven cards, somehow, miraculously. I'm wondering here, I'm thinking, 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 if we shortcut to the memory scanner and then scan, we get a free scan, we'd still have an action left. We could draw a card with that scan and if it's something we want to play, play it because we've got a spare action. If it's not something we want to play, we could play a cult lexicon or segment of onyx, probably the segment of onyx just to keep keep our hand at hand size. Or if it's neither, with our spare action, we could move back to the reality simulator because we're probably going to need to be there doing things. Now, the red brain is, this one must be decades old. The inscriptions have faded away. So yeah, so I'm going to shortcut in. I'm going to use K2PS187 to get a free scan action. The scan is blue triangle, red square, which is the top one, and that matches our location and the brain here. It's a hiding place for Shroud and a Clue. While the investigator controlling K2PS187 is at this location, reduce its Shroud by two. When news broke out that the rioting was approaching the school, most of the children had already been hid. We do want to get back there for sure, and we get to draw a card. <laughs> it's obsessive. Of course, it's a weakness for our efforts. So with our last action, we simply move back to a hiding place. The next card on top of the scanning deck, unfortunately, is one of the maroon trapezium, no, maroon sand timer locations. We've done all three of the memory scanner ones. So next, our goal is to start moving brains over to dream diagnostics, top left, and just keep pushing. And there are two more agendas after this one. So we're making okay headway. Upkeep, we draw the virtual access key. That's a story asset from Dark Matter. Two cost, one willpower, two wild icons. When you would take horror, exhaust the access key, cancel one of that horror. We're on five health and six sanity left. We're on 13 resources. The Mygo Scientist readies, Ancestral Knowledge readies, and we hit five of eight doom. Our encounter card is Innocent Mishap. Ugh. One damage to the nearest brain story asset. Well, we can choose which one. Two damage to the scientist or two direct damage. I think we do one of the brain story assets. And I'll pick brain 367 because we've already seen one way of damaging it and it's already passed. And all of them are the same distance away from us. Amanda does Amanda things. Drawing a dream enhancing serum. And what do we slot underneath us? We're investigating here at a shroud of two. Do we put the virtual access key? I've not seen a lot of horror pressure here, but that's not to say there wouldn't be more. 
the other risk is whatever we put, it's not going to be in our hand to be got rid of by obsessive. Yeah, I'm going to put the virtual access key. I think I need the icons. And then our turn begins. There's two turn begins triggers. There's the forced one when your turn begins. Discard one non-weakness card at random from your hand on obsessive. So we do that one first. And then, then we'll pick up Essence of the Dream. So we discard an occult invocation. Essence of the Dream comes to hand. Ah, I see the error of my ways. I didn't actually think about what my turn was going to be. It has to be two actions to clear obsessive. And then is it one action to play Dream Diary? A Dream Enhancing Serum? Almost certainly. So obsessive goes. So the access keys icons aren't going to help us. We pay three to play Dream Enhancing Serum. A little hand reminder for you. Assets, we have two. Segment of Onyx and Occult Lexicon. Events, we have two. I've got a plan level two and Occult Invocation. And skills, we have two. Manual Dexterity and Essence of the Dream. I'm pretty sure, because we're at a location, we're a four-shroud location, but the Investigator with K2 PS187 reduces its shroud by two. So that means I don't think we get the extra icons from Dream Diary. We could do some, some cheeky stuff now. We're going to exhaust Ancestral Knowledge and draw the Manual Dexterity there. We have a copy of Manual Dexterity in our hand, so we'll reveal both. Because after you draw a copy of a card that's already in your hand, reveal both copies, exhaust Dream Enhancing Serum to draw another card. It draws us a segment of Onyx. So our hand now is Occult Lexicon, two segments of Onyx, counting as one. I've got a plan, Occult Invocation, two Manual Dexterity, counting as one, and Essence of the Dream. So we're at a hand of eight, but it counts as six. And let's exhaust the Mygo Scientist before it's too late and move another brain over to Dream Diagnostics. We'll move the red square one, I guess. Ah, we're going to have a bit of a nuisance here because we need to get the green diamond brain out and we can only move brains to interface locations. And because we've not revealed maroon sand timer location, it doesn't have a trait, so we can't move brains there. We might end up juggling one brain back to the brain storage. We didn't get this clue here, but I don't think it's the end of the world this turn. We're nearly ready to go segments crazy. Upkeep, we draw, crack the case. Cards ready. We got up to 11 resources. Man, we are rich. And we hit six doom. Keep going. Let's keep just keep going steadily. Our encounter card is amazing cipher, lost in translation. It's a blunder. Revelation, put lost in translation into play in your threat area and seal a zero or elder sign token from the chaos bag on it. I guess we put a zero. Double action, discard lost in translation. Language is the foundation of civilization. It is the glue that holds a people together. It is the first weapon drawn in a conflict. Amanda does Amanda things, losing the virtual access key and drawing a wit and green. So let us put underneath us the cult lexicon because we have other options think about the turn play witten is it worth us then double action moving to the last alien chambers and moving a brain we know we need there there and that then gives us options for brains or the other option is playing witten getting a clue and then moving to dream diagnostics where we have a brain cylinder and just scanning there hmm <laughs> let's play witten for sure play witten four cost we're on seven resources while you can control a tome or relic where we have the dream diary 
we get plus one willpower and plus one intellect, which is nice. And after you reveal a location, I'll put a new location into play. We exhaust Witten to search the top nine cards of our deck for a tome or relic. Well, we have one Dream Diary left and we have one segment of Onyx left. Both would be really useful, the segment in particular, because we could start dancing around and also getting clues. We'll investigate here, second action. We're in Intellect 3 now, 4 with the Occult Lexicon, 4 on 2. And we need probably to commit something, so Essence of the Dream goes in. 6 on 2. Minus 2. Clue. That location is cleared of clues. It goes into the victory display. We're up to 4. Last action. I think the right thing to do is open that last location to do my thinking out loud. We do have the Mygo Scientist where we want to in brain storage, moving brains around for us. We've done all three things from the scan deck for the memory scanner, top right. We've done one of three for the dream diagnostics, top left, and zero of three from the alien chambers. Dream diagnostics currently has two brain assets attached to it. So we can't pull in the third brain, brain 114, to dream diagnostics now. So our option for using the MIGO scientist is pulling one of the other brains out of dream diagnostics. And that would be green diamond brain, because we've done that brain in dream diagnostics. We've done that pair. So this turn, if we pull it out, we could go in and scan. But sooner or later, we're going to need to reveal that bottom location. And once we've revealed it, we can then pull, I'm imagining, brains directly from dream diagnostics down rather than pulling them from dream diagnostics to brain storage and then from brain storage to alien chambers. So I think we eat it and lose one turn. It's going to take us four turns worth of moving. Or I suppose the other option is we just go and stand in brain storage and move them all in one go and not use the MIGO scientist. Just go like, ah, but then we're moving back up. Yeah, I think that's right. If we were to gently move all of the brains back to brain storage when we've done the top two locations, we're then going to go to this third maroon sand timer location, start doing the scanning there, and each time I imagine we're running back to the reality simulator. So it's one, two actions to alien chambers and one, two back repeatedly. And that's going to be really taxing, even with Segment of Onyx. So all of that to say, we exhaust Mygo Scientist, pull Green Diamond Brain back to Brain Storage. And our final action we played with, and we got a clue, is to move to Dream Diagnostics. And then we'll use K2PS187 to scan here. And we're looking for Green Blobs Red Square, which is the third card. It's City of Cats. This is the decades-old brain. Simulation Dreamlands, three shroud and a clue, and victory one. It feels like a dream you've had before. Wow, is that a shout out to the Dream Eaters? Action Parlay, discard one card of each card type, asset, event, skill from your hand, heal one mental trauma, group limit once per game. Weird. And I've just put a new location into play, so I exhaust Witten and search the top nine for a relic. One, two, three, four, five. Six, I see the Dream Diary, seven, eight, nine. Wow, the last card is a segment of Onyx and it's the 10th card. So I'll take the Dream Diary. This is Dreams of a Child, which triggers if you have eight cards in hand, which we seem to regularly have. 
it might be worth getting that down as well. Both Dream Diaries triggering, you know, sort of steadily a plus four and then maybe higher. So that means there are now nine cards in my deck, one of which is the final segment. And that's our turn. Upkeep, Mygo readies, Witten readies. We draw second copy of Witten. We go up to eight resources and we hit seven of eight Doom, Witching Hour. We've done well, but we're only on four of nine potential things. Let's see what happens when we draw another colours out of space. The colours of space. Test willpower three. If you fail, you put it in your threat area and you must commit all eligible skill cards in your hand to skill tests performed at your location. So let's commit this other copy of Witten, taking us up to a four on three. And it's just a horror to discard it. So, so we'll just do that. In fact, let's not, not commit anything then, because our first action will be to clear it. Three on three. Cultist, minus two if you revealed another Chaos token. We didn't. So that just comes into play. Our threat area is pretty full now. We've got Lost in Translation, which is sealed to zero. We've got Close Encounters when we reveal a Chaos token while attacking or evading an enemy. We've seen no enemies, apart from the Scientist. And we've got the Colors of Space, now, where we have to commit all eligible skill cards in our hand to skill tests performed at our location. Amanda does Amanda things, drawing us an I've Got a Plan, which exhausts Dream Enhancing Serum, drawing us a working a hunch. We discard the Occult Lexicon. What do we put underneath us now? Maybe the other Occult Invocation. Ah, oh, or the Witten. The Witten. I'm not playing a second Witten at the moment. Looking ahead at turn, move. Working a hunch. Move back. Another scan. Dream Diagnostics, the only one we've not done is the green two bars. Ah, and we want to clear colours of space. So we take a horror, which we put on Witten, and that's gone. I can see how... Oh no, you couldn't cancel that with the virtual access key. Oh, and Essence of the Dream comes into our hand as well. So first action, clear colours out of space. Second action, move to the City of Cats. Pay two to work a hunch. And should we crack the case and go back up to three? Uh, it's back up to nine. City of Cats is done. That's five done. Last action, move back to Dream Diagnostics. Exhaust my Go Scientist to move the green bars here. And use K2PS189 to scan. It's the third card. It's Adrift in Space, Simulation and Nightmare, Two Shroud and a Clue. Forced, after you reveal a plus one, zero or Elder Sign token while investigating this location, reveal and resolve an additional Chaos token for this skill test. There's nothing as frightening as knowing your inevitable demise without any hope of recovery. We've just put a new location into play. So we search all of our deck, because we've only got seven cards, and we draw a segment of Onyx. And k PS187 will either draw us a card or gain us a resource. Let's take a resource and then spend three resources and out comes the Pendant of the Queen. And we could exhaust the Pendant of the Queen and spend a charge to choose a revealed location to move there, discover a clue there, or automatically evade an enemy there. So let's exhaust it, get the clue from a drift in space. And once we get that clue, it's cleared and it goes into the victory display. That means I think we've done all three 
things in the dream diagnostics chamber because we've got six locations now in simulation locations in the victory display, which is pretty nice. The MIGO scientists we used to move a brain this turn. Yeah, I think that's all done. We did action, move, buy a clue, move back, scan, buy another clue. Amazing, amazing. Amanda, when she gets going, she's just insane. Upkeep, we ready? Just checking my slots to make sure they're all right. I still have promise of power underneath ancestral knowledge, but our hand has been so full I haven't felt like I needed it. We draw a dream enhancing serum and go up to eight resources. We got some resources from Crack the Case and then immediately spent some to get the pendant into play. Reality Simulator is online, which is nice. Our hand is Dream Enhancing Serum and Dream Diary, Occult Invocation and Essence of the Dream, and then two I've Got a Plan and two Manual Dexterity. So our hand is eight, but it counts as six. And we advance. Something tells me it might get a little bit trickier now. A roar of no creature on Earth resounds throughout the facility. A myriad of flying wings blot out the sun, swooping towards the facility. The lights within the chambers take on a darker, bluish hue, what you assume must be the MIGO's equivalent to an alarm. You realise now that you are in the midst of an interstellar assault. Shuffle the set-aside interstellar predators encounter set into the encounter deck, along with the encounter discard pile. This set is indicated by the following icon. It is a terrifying winged beast. Discard cards from the top of the encounter deck until a key enemy is discarded. Spawn it at the entrance tunnel. It's an eight-card set, and six of them are enemies. The card we've discarded is... This is after discarding Innocent Mishap, Simulation Discrepancy, and Alien Aid. I'm not even going to look at them. A vicious... Bayaki. Four fight, four health, two evade. Spawns at the entrance tunnel. It's monster and Bayaki traded. It patrols to the nearest location with a brain attached, which unfortunately is the brain storage. It's the next location away. And at the start of the enemy phase, if it's ready, deal two damage to each Migo enemy and brain story asset at its location. Ugh, the art is also horrific. So if we let it play out this turn... It moves into brain storage. It does two damage to the Migo scientist and destroys the green diamond brain, which is the brain we've put one damage on. And then our encounter card is Parasite. But I haven't read Agenda 3A. So hang on, I'll read Parasite first. Getting confused here. Two fight, two evade, two health, three evade. Cannot be disengaged. So if you evade it, it exhausts, but it doesn't disengage. Cruel pest skitters forth in an undulating wave of claws, teeth, and mottled scales. I love it that now, suddenly, we get loads of enemies, having had no enemies at all. Agenda 3A, Flight of the Bayakis. The large creatures with membranous wings and webbed feet spiral down towards the facility, ready to strike at any moment. Forced, when a brain story asset is defeated, remove it from the game and add one tally mark under impending doom. Okay. Amanda does Amanda things, drawing the enraptured, which I doubt we're using, uh, which it discards. This turn, we want to kill the parasite. I think I misunderstood the Bayaki. It's at the start of the enemy phase. If it's ready, it hits everything at its location. So the enemy phase would start, and then it would hunt into brain storage. So it wouldn't do anything this turn, but it would next turn. We need to decide what we put under us. 
this turn we almost certainly want to kill the parasite probably playing one of our two i've got a plans and saving our other i've got a plan for the vicious bioki we can afford both so if we're doing that we're on intellect three on two we would want some sort of boost under us we could put the other dream diary which would be a shame we could put the enraptured also a shame the rest of our turn would probably be moving to brain storage moving to alien chambers we could use the pendant of the queen to exhaust the vicious bioki which would stop it hunting in it just buys us time rather than anything else so yeah unfortunately oh, we do have an occult invocation in hand as well i think we slot oh the enraptured just the idea of keeping the pendant going is, okay we have to slot slot essence of the dream that's what we have to slot it's a shame that this isn't dreams of a madman because that would help us now we're a five on three on this parasite We'll play a cult invocation for two, taking us down to six resources, and we'll discard a dream enhancing serum to take us to six on two. And do we discard a manual dexterity for one more boost? No, we'll discard this other dream diary. At this point, our hand has emptied out so much, we're down to five cards in hand, that the dream of that mega boost is not going to happen. Six on two. It's cultist. And when we reveal a Chaos Token while attacking or evading an enemy, because we have Klaus Encounters, we have to reveal additional token. It's a minus three, which means we fail. Close Encounters is gone. And we take a Horror, because the Cultist is if you revealed another Chaos Token during this test, take one Horror. We'll put it on us. We're on five and five. The Parasite lives. We've got to kill it. We've still got to kill it. So we'll pay three and play I've Got a Plan. We're down to three resources all of a sudden. We'll exhaust Ancestral Knowledge and pick up Promise of Power. With Essence of the Dream, we're three up. I really don't want to commit anything else, so we'll go three up. Plus one. The Parasite is dead. That was a nice mega hit for no good reason. Okay, we have a single solitary action left in this mayhem. It could be simply to move to brain storage. We could use Pendant of the Queen to exhaust the vicious Bayaki. What else could we do? We could use Pendant of the Queen to move to brain storage, and then our last action would be to move to the alien chambers and that unrevealed alien chambers, we could then bring a brain to it using the Mygo Scientist, which I'm liking this, and that would allow us to scan, which would get us another location on the reality simulator. Potentially next turn, we would slot in Raptured, potentially, move to the Vicious Bioki, who's at the brain storage, kill the Vicious Bioki, teleport up to the new location we've created, get another charge using the Enraptured, or even save the Enraptured for a future turn when we know we're investigating. I like this more. So I'm going to pay one, teleport to brain storage, and last action, move into the alien chambers. It's the communicator. Ah, <laughs> it just says action scan. Search the scanning deck for a card with both this location's icon and the icon on a brain story asset attached to this location. Draw it. Limit two brain story assets attached to this location. So this one doesn't 
care about reality simulator. So we'll exhaust my scientist and pull in the green diamond brain and we'll use K2PS187 to scan. It's the second card. Ah, it's not a location. It's a story card. Oh boy, the cultist. We're not running back to attack reality simulator. This changes everything. This is the cylinder 367 with the Hasta sign on it. When the communicator crackles into life, it sounds the murmured hymns of a chant. You realize that this brain must have belonged to one of the cultists. Well, duh. If you have four or more memories, we read the following section. You try to remind the cultist of the sacred mission to awaken the royal princess of Carcosa. To your surprise, they denounce the existence of Tisilda. They believe that only the inevitable Haster could direct the great play that is the universe. Add one tally mark under impending doom in your campaign log. Add this card to the victory display. It's victory one. Well, the alternative was they would just laugh at us and it would go back in the deck. So we've cleared that. Okay, wowee. This changes everything. We're not running back to the reality simulator, which means the enraptured is maybe not doing anything and our great plan with the pendant doesn't work. Enemy phase. The vicious bio key patrols to the nearest location with a brain attached. Well, it just brings it up to the brain storage. And next turn, if it's ready, it's doing two damage to the scientist and to the brain, if there's a brain there. We draw whispers from the deep. Well, it had to happen at some point. Oh, and I scanned then. So I could have drawn a card to gain a resource. I would have drawn a card. So, oh, it's a promise of power. So dream enhancing serum exhausts. It's burning the midnight oil and that is our deck empty. Our hand is two promise of power, two manual dexterity. I've got a plan, burning the midnight oil, enraptured and whispers from the deep. We hit one of five doom. This has gone long. When I looked at this little map of six locations, I did not think that this would be a long scenario. Pretty full on heavy here. Our encounter card is Mygo Experiments. Test willpower plus willpower three. Reveal and resolve an additional token for this skill test. For each point you fail by take one horror. So our willpower is three with Witten, and we combine it twice, so willpower six, and we have Dream Diary under us, seven, eight, so eight on three. I will definitely commit Whispers from the Deep. Will I commit one of these two Promise of Power? Eight, seven on three. No, I'm happy with that, seven on three. Minus one, six on three, and minus two, Three on three. Whispers of the Deep goes in the bin. Mygo Experiments deals no damage. Amanda does Amanda things. Now our deck is empty, so we shuffle up, which I've just done. We take a horror, we're at four of seven, and we draw a card. It's Eureka. Our lines of play here are, before we decide what we put underneath us, option one, use Pendant of Queen to evade the Vicious Bayaki this turn. That would allow us to keep the Mygo scientist alive and the Bayaki wouldn't patrol. And the scientist, we could pull another brain in, scan, that would be one action. No, no actions. And what would we do with our three actions? I think we actually want to go to the Bayaki and kill it this turn, because we're also probably gonna need to use the brain storage action ourselves to get brain 367 out, to get the other two brains in, because there's limit two brains here. If that's the case, 
why don't we slot a promise of power and go move in, I've got a plan, and we'd still have an action left maybe to move a brain. And before we do that, let's do a scan. So we exhaust the MIGO scientist to choose a brain to bring in. I can see that the top card of the scanning deck is the green two bars as well as the maroon. And then a free action to scan, it is the minor. This is the one with the inscription that says the brain is unusable and it's the one with the accident where they were mining an asteroid. When the communicator connects to the brain cylinder, all you hear is screaming, Ah! I'm falling! I'm falling! Perhaps the disembodiment was too much for the fragile human mind to grasp. The tether has snapped. If a drift in space is in the victory display, it is. You gently convince them that they are no longer drifting through space, that they are finally at rest. Somehow the voice is relieved and sighs. When you ask about the cultists that abducted them, they tell you all that they remember. Add this card to the victory display. Okay, so for the cultist, because we had enough memories it got added to the victory display. For this one, because we'd cleared its other location, it got added. And then finally, the last brain is the red brain, and that's the old brain. I wonder what they're going to care about. Now, we just completed a scan. I'm going to take a resource to take us up to five, mainly because I'm... Mm, or do I draw a card? <laughs> I draw a card, I think. It's burning the midnight oil. We have two Burning the Midnight Oars, but Dream Enhancing Serum is exhausted from the end of last turn. First action. Wow, all of that before an action. We move in and the Bayaki engages us. Second action. We pay two and play I've Got a Plan. We do have seven clues at the moment, so plan is definitely online. And our intellect is three, seven with Promise of Power, eight, nine with the leveled up plan, nine on four. We're going to add a curse, so I'm going to commit a Eureka to go 10 on 4. Minus 2. Very dead by a key. Eureka shows us the other dream diary, crack the case, or an unexpected courage. That feels like an easy choice. We've only got two resources, and it seems like there are no clues anymore. So I'm just going to grab the unexpected courage. And with our final action, let's pull one of the two green brains. We'll take green diamond back to the brain storage. We choose a brain story asset in play, attach it to any interface location. So we brought it back here. And the reason I've done that is it frees up the communicator for next turn. Upkeep draws us an inquiring mind. Mythos, we hit two of five doom. And our encounter card is call of the void. Surge cannot be cancelled or ignored. The art is a sort of terrifying, like bone-like creature coming out of the void with tentacles and disconnected bones. Revelation, if there are three or more tally marks under impending doom in your campaign log, shuffle the set-aside, the feaster from afar enemy into the scanning deck, then remove Call of the Void from the game. Now, we're on one impending doom. I wonder if this encounter set, which is the set that's not this specific scenario the set is called deep space is that going to appear in each of these three scenario threes and we're on one impending doom at the moment so at the moment this isn't scary but 
in the next two scenarios will already be on one, maybe more impending doom, and this is going to suddenly trigger. Okay, so it surges. It's sort of like the Piper of Azathoth, and is it called not unearthly piping, something but demonic piping, where the first one is sort of trivial, but they all surge, and when you hit three, it's really bad. Anyway, it surges into alien aid. Revelation, put alien aid into play in your threat area. Free trigger, take two horror. If Mygo Scientist is in play, you may ready it and move it to any location. Discard Mygo aid, alien aid. I don't think we care. Amanda does Amanda things, drawing an occult invocation. I think we try and finish this turn. What do we put under us then? We'll put the other promise of power. So the reason I think we finish is we exhaust Mygo Scientist, choose the red brain and move it to the communicator. First action, we move to the communicator and then we get a free scan. The only card in the scanning deck is the teacher. A hazy voice sounds out of the machine and introduces themselves as an elementary school teacher. They had been abducted by the cultists over a hundred years ago during the Great Cataclysm, which of course is the time described in the previous scenario when everything's going down. If a hiding place is in the victory display, it is. Oh, and it's the school! Ah, I didn't even realise the art is of the school. You jog their memory by recounting the events of their abduction. They describe hearing news of the cultists spreading biological agents of some sort throughout the streets during the riots. Add this card to the victory display. Okay, um, there are no cards in the scanning deck. We're on two of five doom on agenda three. So I exhaust Pendant of the Queen. Oh, I get to draw a card or get a resource. I'll just take a resource. Exhaust Pendant of the Queen and teleport to the entrance tunnel. And I have two actions left, but I will resign. If each underfist together has resigned, advance. If the current agenda is three or four, you sneak out of the facility while the extraterrestrial swarm is distracted and return to your vessel. Behind you, a large translucent shield covers the entrance to the tunnel. Within moments, the Maigo facility begins its retaliation. A spew of green gas releases into the facility, eradicating the remaining predators. Resolution 2. <sighs> I'm really pleased with that. Once I got my head around what I was doing, I felt like I was really powering through. I, <laughs> hilariously, I ended up doing it the right way, and I was preparing to have to be going back to Reality Simulator from the communicator. But as we suddenly discovered, I didn't need to do that, and the last three were all stories rather than locations and they didn't take the place of the reality simulator. Even more hilariously, you needed to have done the reality simulator ones first for two of the three, the miner and the teacher. So um, yeah, I kind of lucked into going to where I thought it was busy and then doing the dead end last. And I'm really pleased. No brains died. So we didn't add any tally marks for that. And we go to resolution two. On board the Tatadamalian, you try to decipher the meaning of the various glimpses you've seen within the alien facility, but nothing strikes you as particularly significant. A thorough search of the cargo hold reveals a stack of golden discs that were exchanged during the transaction. You fiddle with them and try to combine them in various orientations, but they don't appear to have any use other than the value of the material itself. There is still much you don't know, and with resolve, you prepare for the next expedition. If there are three story cards in the victory display, record in your campaign log that you have uncovered the cultists' inhuman methods. 
then add one Elder Thing token to the Chaos Bag for the remainder of the campaign for catching the eye of the King in Yellow. If a copy of My Go Scientist is in the victory display, record in your campaign log that you are not in good standing with the Maigo. Well, it's still alive. Otherwise, record you are allied with the Maigo. We earn victory X, and we add one tally mark under impending doom. Return to search for fragment on page 10. So there concludes scenario 3C, Strange Moons. Really loved that one. That was a real puzzler. It wasn't as brain burny as Electric Nightmare, which I liked. I suspect it was easier for me because it's the first of the three. That seems a reasonable assumption to make. But I'm kind of pleased that I got my head around how moving the brains work. And yeah, I was lucky. So that obviously helps when you luck into something like that. Luck into going the right way around a location. It was spotting the single location connection. I think I've got a thing about dead ends in Arkham, knowing that dead ends are going to be time consuming without necessarily the right reward. So that seems good. So we go back and decide where to go next. I think Elbrus. I think we go Elbrus. Let's just quickly refresh our memory on what the other two options are. The last destination of the Tatadamalian before travelling to Fragment was a research laboratory on a stray asteroid named Elbrus. This specific facility was built to study and experiment with the materials that exhibit quantum-like behaviour. You aren't sure what the cultists were hoping to achieve there, but perhaps these scientists can steer you in the right direction. And then trace two is, thorough analysis of the archives has revealed evidence of hacking into the mainframe of an Earth survey vessel named the Nostalgia, and several references to a quarantine and to trust no one. If you can establish contact with the crew, maybe you can figure out what the cultists were looking for. We got 7 XP. Super nice. Very pleased to get 7 XP. I know I want one more I've got a plan to get that upgraded, which is just sort of a nice place to be. And then we need to think about what we spend the rest of the XP on. I wonder if a bit more movement would have been nice here, such as a Pathfinder. Although the cost of the deck is starting to creep up. And I was lucky in this scenario that actually early on I just drew skills. And that kept the the expenditure down so that I had money at the end to burn. Other possible options are maybe investing in something like Studious. Getting even more cards just to start the game. Getting really set up between Ancestral Knowledge and Studious. Have a lot of control of what we see early. And I guess one of the risks of this deck is having all investigation tools and drawing an early enemy. So just having more ways of mitigating that would be nice. But as ever, I'd love to hear what you think. Genuinely, always open to discussing this sort of thing. I know it's a bit weird discussing someone else's deck, but definitely want you to feel like if you want to send me some thoughts, send me some ideas, I'll try and respond. And I know that recently things have been kind of busy and weird, but I'm just really enjoying being back and recording and making the most of it. So yeah. Really hope you've enjoyed this episode. Drawn to the Flame Podcast at gmail.com is how you can contact us. You can find me on Twitter. I'm FB on Twitter, EPH underscore BEE, and I'm around the place as Zooey Glass or Zozo. So absolutely please say hello if you feel like it. Thanks very much for listening. Mm-hmm.